computer. All right, it looks like we're going. Welcome to episode one of Reset University. We are very excited to be here. My name is Ross Poindexter, uh, here with Mr. Brandon Straker, a.k.a. the Bot of Thunder. What's up, guys? How's it going today, Brandon? Man, I'm, I'm pumped. This is our first episode of the, uh, the Reset University, the Reset U podcast, man. Absolutely. It's been in the works for a while. We've been all talk and we just decided to go for it. I know. And I think, uh, I mean, gosh, you know, I guess, what do we start with? You know, like one of the things that I think that's a perfect kind of metaphor, like how, how we decided to do this today with what you got to kind of do with uh, fitness and stuff, right? And I mean, sometimes you don't know where to go, what to do, but you just kind of like, sometimes you just got to take action and stuff and then figure it out. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. That's how you, that's how you get anywhere. That's where, how you achieve anything, right? You know, you, you get started, you, uh, you take action, you totally fuck it up, you know, and yeah. then, uh, <laughs> and then you figure out what changes you need to make, you know what I mean? And so, uh, so, I mean, that's what we're doing today, you know, uh, with episode one, we're going to talk, we're going to jump into, you know, resetting the body, mind, and, and really, uh, talk to people about like, uh, you know, what we teach at Reset You, and then, uh, and that's one of the big things right there, right? Exactly. And we hope to just kind of uh, provide some insight and, uh, and value to your life. And hopefully, uh, hopefully we can do that today. Yeah. Uh, so where do you want to start, Brandon? Where yeah, start? I mean, I guess, first of all, the podcast is brought to you by Reset You, you know, uh, where we teach people how to teach people how to reset their hormones, their, uh, you know, their, their, their body, um, their movement patterns, their imbalances, you know, I, and as well as their mind, you know, and that's the biggest factor, you know, one of the things that, and I was just on the phone with a, with a, a new client that, um, that we really try to impress upon people is that, you know, when it comes to, you know, getting permanent results, when it comes to losing fat, keeping it off, being as healthy as you want to be, it really all boils down to, you know, your hormones, right? Totally. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. And, and that's, and that's, and unfortunately, like one of the things that we're really going to be talking a lot about and, and what the real future holds with this podcast is, is really just teaching you guys, um, you know, everybody out there that uh, when, when it comes to getting permanent results that, you know, for, for most um, of the last, you know, 50, hundred years since like getting in shape was important, right. You know, um, it, we've been kind of taught that you got to move more and you got to eat less if you want to be in shape. Yep. You know, um, and what's crazy is like, it's just, like, people's health has just gotten worse from following that approach, <laughs> you know, you know? Um, and so, and so like, we're really looking forward to teaching people the, the truth behind it, you know, like 80% of the country mm-hmm. takes that move more, eat less approach at least once a year when they're just, you know, cutting their calories, moving their body more. But, um, you know, most of, you know, over 60% of our nation's obese now or some shit like that. Right. Something like that. So, yeah. Too high. And so like that, that kind of goes to show us that like either there's something wrong with that, with what we're teaching with, or I shouldn't even say we for with what we've been taught. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or that everybody's just stupid and lazy and um, I have a hard time believing. I mean, there's a lot of fucking stupid, lazy people out there. Right. But, um, but we're the most active uh, country in the, in the world. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think the statistic is like we we work uh we work out on average 135 days per year more than mm-hmm. any other country but we're the most obese yeah 
So you got to, so, just from those stats right there, you know, something's not adding up. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so like, if the answer was just moving your body more, like we wouldn't, we, you know, we wouldn't be so obese. What it really boils down to is just like this 21st century lifestyle. You know, it's so different than it was a hundred years ago or 200 years or hell, even like 50 years ago. It's so different. You yeah. know, um, you know, you can, I mean, look, we, I'm sitting here drinking this energy drink. Right. And we, right. Like, we, we go to gas stations and just buy nothing but bullshit like, all the time. You know, yeah. uh, people are buying, like I, when I was in there buying this, I heard, uh, like, uh, I had one guy ahead of me buying like a soda and a hot dog and you had another people, other people buying bags of chips. And I mean, hell, I, I had, a, there's a guy this morning, they're buying like, um, like the, the two for what, like five bucks, the giant 40 ounce beers and stuff. First thing this morning, you know, like 10 a.m. starting strong. I know. Fuck. I mean, who doesn't like to party? Right. But I mean, like that's, that's, you know, you got to imagine like a hundred years ago, like it wasn't that, it wasn't that convenient to be so unhealthy. Like it was, it was yeah. hard to be that unhealthy, but it just wasn't as convenient either. Exactly. You know? So, um, and, and, you know, that's really, you know, what we were trying to teach people is what it, what it boils down to. It's not about moving more and eating less. It's really about, you know, um, how this 21st century lifestyle has messed up our hormones. Totally. And I think that's kind of the first step of, you know, like we were talking about resetting your mind, um, is kind of accepting the fact that what you've been taught isn't necessarily working out the way that it should be for you. Um, and so adjusting your mindset and kind of being more open-minded to um, do new things in order to get real results is I think the first step in resetting your mind. What do you think? Hell, I mean, absolutely, bro. hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause think about it. Like what's crazy with fitness is like, even though there's not like, there can be some science to support certain things or pseudoscience to, to, to support like all these different beliefs that people hold about being fit. But there's this certain set of beliefs that, that most people hold about being fit, right? Like yeah. you got to eat breakfast every day or you got to eat six meals a day or you can't eat fat or you can't like, there's these, or you got to do a ton of cardio or just, there's just all these like beliefs that I think we can all agree on that most people think are true, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and like, really what it boils down to is even though there's not a ton of science supporting those, they've just been repeated for so long, right? Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that people just accept it widely, right? And, um, and I, and, and like, if you, if you go against those in, in most areas, and, and the science is getting much better now, like, let's face it, there's a big movement with keto and intermittent fasting and a lot of the different stuff that people are doing. There's a big movement, you know, away from a lot of that stuff, but even still, like for most people, they're just, you know, in the fitness industry, if you don't adhere to those beliefs, then you're just called an idiot, you know, when there's not a lot supporting, they've just been repeated so many times that I think most people just accept it as truth, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, And, and yeah, and going along with that, you know, it kind of goes along with adjusting your mindset, not having to eat breakfast any morning. A lot of people I speak with, on the phone, you know, on a daily basis, tell me, you know, I'm not even, I'm not even really hungry in the morning. I just eat because I feel like I have to. Uh, and, and so it's such a common belief and, um, and yeah, you know, getting around that, getting around that's the first step. 
Yeah, man. I hear that all the time too, right? Isn't yeah. it? I mean, it's wild because you'll hear, people will say, man, I'm not really a breakfast person. I fucking hate getting up and eating right away. I'm really yeah. hungry. Um, and like when like certain people we talk to, like with our clients, when we're able to say, hey, like you don't have to like eat breakfast first thing in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. You know? um, they're just like, thank goodness. And um, I used to be in that boat too. I mean, hell, we used to all think that like you had to eat breakfast if you wanted to be lean first thing in the morning or right after you got up and that it stoked the metabolic fire or whatever, right? Yep. And, um, and like, I think of how inconvenient that shit was, you know, like Dude, yeah. not, not only is it useless, but I remember having to get up and it seems like it's about, like, I've been doing the fasting thing for so long now, right? You know, yeah, like, hard to even remember not like, right needing to eat breakfast in the morning but even just like eating so much throughout the day like six to eight meals or whatever yeah dude i just how can you i i I don't even remember what it's like to think about that like right i just ate oh man how am i going to eat again in in two more hours like yeah well i remember all those years of working at the gym right and like we yeah i would bring food with me or if not i was buying a shake or a bar or something every couple hours and exactly and then like the getting up for breakfast thing it was like you woke up and you're like well fuck i gotta get breakfast in right so you're like you know if like and you know i'm not a big snooze button guy anymore you know but like there was definitely a time when i worked at the gym where like i fucked off in the Right. You know, like I, I would like oversleep, I'd hit the snooze button. I just really wasn't happy to be, um, you know, I liked being in that environment, but I really wasn't happy with the company I was working with and all that sort of stuff, you know, but like, so I like, you know, just fucking hit snooze and stuff and stayed up too late the night before. And then you, I remember getting out of bed and being like, well, shit, I gotta, gotta get some food in me, you know? So it'd be like, either got to make a protein shake real quick. So you're shaking up a shake on your way out the door with maybe some water that just tastes like ass just so you can get something in you. Right. Yeah, or like, yeah. or you're uh, or maybe if like, if I was, you know, if I had a little extra time, maybe I blend something or there was a good portion of time where it was like, well, I got to eat breakfast. Cause I used to tell people you're better off eating, eating something, even if it's not that good for you than eating nothing. Yeah. You know? Which yeah. is total bullshit. So then like your body. Yeah. 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 And I remember going to Starbucks and grabbing like a breakfast sandwich or to the, or going to like, you know, Porta Subs and grabbing like a, you know, a, a breakfast or like a breakfast burrito or breakfast sandwich or wrap or something like that. Yeah. So I had something in me. Yeah. And just, just eating off convenience and, right. and not focusing on the, the quality of food that you should be having. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's what blows my, what, what kind of blew my mind initially is just like how shitty convenient food is for you yeah like like (laughs) people like like even just like even things that say they're like organic and stuff like that or like you know even just like getting one of those to-go salads at a at a convenience store at a grocery store or whatever like it's still most of that stuff's still shitty and and people like don't believe it just because it Oh, it's a salad, you know? Yeah. And, and, and little things like that just add up and, and attribute to uh, you not hitting your goals. And, and that's, that's a big issue. And that, that's part of the problem right there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, those small things, they do add up, man. And like, it, it, dude, it's so wild to me, like looking back and thinking that too, you know, all that different stuff that you even thought was healthy that we were, we were eating at the time. Yeah. You know? um, I remember like, cause we were, you know, we were taught you need to eat protein every couple hours and yeah. 
And so like, I think back and I like, I would eat like a turkey sandwich and stuff from Subway or something like that, you know, on this week. For sure. So inflammatory and stuff like that. You think you're eating healthy and, and then you're trying to eat low fat and then you're eating a protein in between, a protein bar in between that that maybe has 20 grams of carbs or some yeah. shit. You know? And then, and then you're a meal like, replacement bar or, or something like yeah. that where you think you're getting a whole meal within this one little bar, you know? Exactly, man. And yeah. yeah, and it's just so many carbs and so many just inflammatory ingredients. And, um, and it really comes down to the way the industry marketed this stuff for so long, right? You know, they told yeah. people, I mean, it's brilliant. You know, they told everybody, hey, you got to eat six times a day, which is also bullshit. You know, you don't have to eat six times a day. But people go and think, well, I got to eat breakfast. I got to eat every two hours. If I don't, my metabolism is going to slow down. And like, and then, um, and then, you know, you, they're grabbing these protein bars because it says protein on it, not really realizing that it, that it like has all the, uh, the same, um, you know, the same in like the same, a lot of the same ingredients as a candy bar, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so like we make it like the, the industry made it so inconvenient for people to be fit. And then also too, you're still not really even eating shit that human beings were meant to eat. And, mm-hmm. and so then people don't get results and they're spending all this time doing cardio, which sucks staring at a, you know, fucking treadmill counting down the minutes so you can finally be off yeah right yeah yeah the only thing you can do there try to cover up how much how long you're on there with the <laughs> yeah, or some shit, and uh and just hope for the best you know yeah yeah exactly and then hopefully when you peek underneath you're gonna be closer to <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Done, right <laughs> um and then uh and then like and then people don't get results from it you know like yeah like you don't get that there and how fucking frustrating is that shit, right? Like you don't yeah. get results from doing all this stuff that you don't like to do. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like, you don't know any better. So like a lot of people, they've, they've been doing all this shit they don't like to do, all this stuff that's inconvenient. You know, they're still eating all these carbs, thinking they're eating healthy, but they're not, you know? And then, and then they're like doing cardio, which pales in comparison to weights. And, and, then, and then they don't get results. And then like, how easy is it to hit the fucking button at that point, right? Yep. You know, um, and, and then they blame themselves for not being able to stick with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause obviously, you know, progress is, you know, gotta be the biggest motivator out there for most people. So if you're grinding on the treadmill every day, you're eating all these meals every day, uh, going at it strong for three to four weeks, but you're not seeing results, you know, why the hell is somebody gonna keep doing that? You know, exactly. Um, so yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, you know, surprises with people that we work with, you know, at reset you is that just a week of doing what's right for you and your body and specifying that that's what really gets you results. And just like people like learn all these facts about, uh, inflammatory ingredients and inflammatory foods. Um, and it just blows people's minds and just crazy how, I remember how we were talking um, just yesterday about, um, you know, how when you are, when you have inflammation for so long, you just kind of live with it. You don't really know the side effects of it and what, um, what it feels like. But then when you lose all that inflammation um, and you're consistent with that, eating the right foods, mm-hmm. you, you start to realize, damn, I feel good. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, like we, I think that's huge because a lot of times, like, we, yeah, we were talking about yesterday how people don't realize how shitty they feel until they start to feel good. Yeah, because you're just living with it, and yeah. uh, and that's not really living. Obviously, that's you know surviving, and, right. and that's and that's something that nobody wants to do. Everyone wants to be that best version of themselves, mm-hmm. but you just get so comfortable with your current state, and yeah, and that's where people just suffer. Well, people think it like people think it's normal, right? You know, so I was talking to this lady just a little while ago and she's like, yeah, I just thought it was normal to, for your stomach to hurt after you, yeah, ate, right? after you ate something. Or I just thought it was normal for you to have to like take a nap after you ate and just, just kind of like, you know, oversleep all the time and always be tired. I just kind of thought that's what happened as you get older, you know? Um, she's 28, <laughs> you know? Right, and, right. and so like, it, and it was, uh, you know, it was a real good conversation because like, um, I think that's the way a lot of people are is they just like they've, you know, from the time people are young, their parents are feeding them a lot of this junk and they're, you know, and then they're like eating all these processed foods and, and people are getting, you know, autoimmune disorders at earlier and earlier ages. And, and, you know, and even when they do think they're eating healthy, a lot of times it's still processed food. And, and so then people just start, they're feeling crappy at younger and younger ages, you know, yep. and, um, and it, and it becomes, like it's normal, but it's not right. You know, it, it's, it's normal in the sense that like the majority of people feel like that. So like, yeah. it's normal in that sense, right. but it's not normal to feel like that really at any age, but definitely at such a young age, you know? Yeah. Um, and when that does become your normal and then all of a sudden it's weird to feel really good. It's like shocking. And then, and then, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and I think that's something that like is really like, you, you know, you really hit the nail on the head there. Like it blows a lot of people's minds. And the other thing, like you said, like people see results fast, right? When you, yeah. when you have di- shit dialed in and, and um, you know, like the exact foods and, and macros and, and your workouts designed for your body. And, and when things are, when things are like built like that, the, the human body has an amazing ability to transform very fast people don't realize how fast it happens when you do shit right because yeah. nobody's doing things right so people always think well you know i hear people all the time say well it doesn't happen overnight mm-hmm. exactly it's the kind of bullshit like it happens fast when you do things right you know yeah. but just most people have it you know mm-hmm. and totally and if you think about it like um going from a nutrition standpoint with when you're getting all this inflammation to a fitness standpoint it's the same type of thing. You know, you talk right. to so many people who are like, oh, yeah, I know my knee bug- bugs me when I when I run or if I get up and, and walk for a while. But it's just, you know, that's just how it, it is. is. That's just how it is. And, yeah. and like that old that Louis C.K. bit he used to have. You remember that? Did you ever hear that one where he's like, yeah. he, where he's like, well, you, you know, you, where you go to the doctor because your knees are hurting and the doctor says, yeah, that's your knees just shitty now. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. It's like, For sure. just, you know, which isn't the case, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, and some people just uh, attribute it to their weight and where they're at, but you know, it's not always that. You know, if everybody's got different muscular imbalances, and so it's important to make sure that your workout is dialed in specific to those imbalances, so that. You're not just living with that knee pain. You're actually correcting it. Right. 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 Exactly. You know? Um, and so like, that's, you know, with that combined with the nutrition, like that's the biggest thing that we teach at reset you. And so for everybody who's listening, you know, like when it, you know, if you're in a spot where you just feel like you're stuck, like 
you know, or you feel like, you know, your knees just shitting out or, mm-hmm. you know, you just like nothing will work for your diet. You know, the biggest area that people miss is like, you have to have a plan. There's not a one size fits all approach, you know, exactly. you have to have a plan that's built for your individual body. Mm-hmm. that's built to correct these certain things like, you know, and, and the biggest one, you know, is going to be your hormones, you know, hormones control everything, you know, whether you lose fat, build muscle, your sex drive, sexual function, you know, whether you feel happy, sad, depressed, you know, yeah. how old you live to be hormones control everything. And, and, you know, most people just feel like that, that move more, eat less approach, that one size fits all thing. The big problem with that is it, is it, is it, it's a band-aid, you know, it doesn't fix the, the big problem, which is ultimately our hormones or, or imbalances if you're in pain. You know? mm-hmm. um, and, and, so like when, we, when it comes to resetting our hormones and metabolism, we have to make sure that like we have a plan, you know, specifically designed to fix what hormones are imbalanced and stuff, you know, based on your body, how, how much muscle you have, how much fat you have and so on. And then when it comes to getting rid of that pain, you know, you have to have a plan designed for those imbalances. A lot of people, how many times do we hear it, right? Where people just go, well, my knees hurt. So if they don't think it's just that their knees are just shitty, a lot of people go, well, I know just once I lose this weight, I'll feel better. Yeah. And that, and that's all they think is going to do. Right. Once I lose the, yeah, it's kind of what I was saying, you know, once, yeah. once I lose this weight, everything's going to get better. So let me just keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Uh, and then it's just which, a never ending cycle, you know? Yeah. Which well, plenty of us who like don't carry a lot of extra weight, we still have, we've still had our fair share of pain, you know, it's Dude, not like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's from like, like, like sports and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not doing the right yeah, uh, recovery techniques or warm ups, you know, correctly, you're going to get knee pain, you're going to get hip pain or back pain or shoulder pain, whatever, you know, I play, I played volleyball in high school, you know, it wasn't very good, but I played it, right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 5'10". How am I going to be good at volleyball, right? Co-ed or co uh... no, 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 we were, we were good, man. We were varsity. <laughs> I was varsity. Uh, we played uh, one sections twice. We were, we were the real deal. How many, how many schools were involved? Uh, just like three, but like Good. we were the best. <laughs> but the best out of three. That's better than the best out of two, bro. You no, know? no, we, we went to best the West. Were you playing other high schools or was it like two elementary schools or? Yeah, no, there was a junior high team in there and they were pretty good. Um, but they but, talked a lot of shit. Huh? Oh, dude, they were badass, dude. I was intimidating, you know senior high school man i I couldn't do shit (laughs) but anyways you know lots of jumping lots not doing the right warm-ups and not doing the proper stretching frankly i just didn't even think that that shit was important right Mm -hmm. um years down the line you know my knees messed up for you know years and i just i was one of those people who just kind of lived with it uh you know and and maybe did some temporary shit, but nothing, nothing ever got better. Um, until we started, you know, learning the right techniques and, and the right movements in order to fix your body. And I think that's a lot of, a lot of where it comes from. I've talked to a lot of people who kind of had that similar story. So yeah, hundred percent, man. I get it. And I mean, I mean, I'll up the ante a little bit on you right now, bro. Like, I, I I knew a lot of this shit for a long time. Yeah. But unless you like take it serious, because like, I'll be honest with you, especially guys, like I think women are a little bit better at being like, yo, you know, like I need help. But I think us as guys, it's really easy to be like, I'm fucking fine. And I'm, like, we feel like we're Superman and like nothing's ever going to, you know, bring us down. And so like I would teach people all this stuff for years. Mm-hmm. 
and not fucking do it myself, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? And then I paid the price hard because like, number one, uh, like I ended up tearing an Achilles tendon when I was like 25 for not doing the right shit. Mm-hmm. And you would think that that would be enough to like, be like, Hey, you know, dickhead, like maybe you should, you know, follow your own advice. But then it gets really easy to get back into the habit of, you know, um, not doing that, you know? And then next thing you know, like, uh, you know, a few years back, right before we started Reset You, um, I was playing horse. I was even playing real basketball, playing a horse with a girl. (laughs) Oh, man. Story story time. Right. And so, um, and so, like, first of all, I was whooping her ass, like, just – so we're clear, like she was taking like a beating. Uh, it was HRS to H. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or no, I didn't even have an H yet. I was trying to give her an H, you know, like uh, <laughs> it was HRS to H. I didn't even have a letter yet. Yeah. So, like, you know, just so we're clear before I get into like how, like what happened, like I was dominating this chick. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, wow, so impressive, dude. It was, it was, it was an impressive game. I was draining them. Um, but, uh, I went to do a layup to like throw her a bone, you know, no pun intended Sure. Um, to throw her a bone. And, um, and so like I go to do this layup and as I go to do the layup, I completely blow out my patella tendon on my left leg and then land on my right ankle and break that. So like I couldn't walk for months, you know? Uh, wow. But, and it was all because like a week prior to that, like I went out, I didn't do my stretches. I didn't do my foam roll. Um, and I just like cold, grab some weight and, and like go to squat. And it's not like my form was bad, but from not, you know, taking care of my body, you know, things being tight, you know, I, you know, I ended up compensating and, and did enough damage to my patella tendon. And, and while doing that exercise, the, the moment I go to just do a layup, boom, it's gone. And then in coming back from that, like it, it was just like, um, you know, a whole host of other issues from compensating after that. And it's so important that we understand that like, you know, that that shit's important, man. You have to, you can't just look past it because it gets a lot harder to be fit when you're fucked up, you know? Oh, hundred percent. And you know, that's a great, uh, great story and everything, but I feel like we're just beating around the bush and, and not talking about the fact that you just completely <laughs> blew out your leg doing a layup in horse. Um, yeah. you know, let's, let's get back to that. How'd you feel after, uh, after you well, fuck bro like uh so i, I mean i was Maybe not physically but like mentally I'm, I'm, uh i mean emotionally like i was hurt <laughs> you know like i was hurt like it hurt my pride um you know what's actually really crazy about it is um so like after when i i couldn't even get up first of all i was yeah, fucked you up, couldn't even right? finish the game you couldn't no i couldn't like and so technically like i lost by forfeit wow which, which is all which also like that hurts your pride like talk about Adding insult to injury, you know, pun intended. Totally. Uh, (laughs) You know, talking about adding insult to injury, but fuck, dude. Then, like, Glenn had to, uh, had to take me to, Glenn had to take me to the hospital, and so I wouldn't get an ambulance, so they were, like, rolling me out, like, uh, in an office chair to his car, and I'm, like, (laughs) almost passing out and shit. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, like I've not, I, that's about the worst pain I've ever been in my life. And so he took me to the ER and then like, this was the day before the 4th of July too. Oh no, that's even yeah, worse. July 3rd, bro. I was supposed to be up at Tahoe partying and stuff Yeah, yeah. The day before the 4th of July. And, um, and so like they get me to the ER and 
the and and like every doctor's out of town, dude. They're like, okay, so we're just gonna splint your ass up. Pretty sure you tore your patella. You definitely broke your ankle. We're just gonna split you up. Here's some pain pills, and then um, we'll schedule it for surgery in a few days when everybody's back. Because not only was it like July third, but it was July third, and it was on a Friday. A Friday, yeah. So, so like the week was a Saturday, right? Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, man. So you know, then I go home, and and then you know, not being able to walk was like. It was rough because I, you know, I've been in the fitness industry now for 20 years, mm-hmm. 19 years, 19 years. Um, and like so much of my identity was wrapped up in being the big, the, the strong dude, right? You know, the guy with big muscles and, you know, like, um, you know, like the, the man, man's man and shit, you know, and, and being able to, you know, feeling like women are attracted to you because of that stuff. And, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that gives you value as a person. And all of a sudden going from being the, you know, athlete and the strong trainer and, and like, you know, the muscular guy, the ad, like, like, I guess you would call it like alpha. Like, I feel like it's really really fucking stupid to call yourself an alpha, but like that type of like mindset, right? Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, To all of a sudden not being able to walk, that shit shatters everything. You're like, I remember being there thinking to myself, like not only did I lose to a girl at basketball, (laughs) but (laughs) which isn't a bad uh, thing, by the way, you know, girls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a lot of, I'm sure there's a lot of girls that could dominate me at basketball, (laughs) you know, like, um, so that's not a, but it was to this particular girl that yeah. I lose to her. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but now I can't fucking walk, man. And like most of the stuff that gave me value as a person, I'm like, well, shit, dude, like what, you know, would be lonely, you know, like it's, yeah. it's pretty hard to get laid when you can't walk too. You know, like, <laughs> facts, you, know, facts. you know, like you definitely have to have some game, which like, um, you know, I, I thought that I had game up until then, but that like, you know, you mentally though that. yeah you feel like you don't <laughs> yeah. and i and i think that brings up a good point you know maybe not everybody has had as an embarrassing as injury as you uh mr mr straker but mm-hmm. um there's so many people who you know have that because look at you now you're you're able to you know walk again you're you're squatting you're hitting legs and mm-hmm. and you're succeeding with that but so many people maybe you got in like a, a car crash or mm-hmm. uh or maybe it was a sports injury or um or, you know, doing whatever, right. There's tons of different ways to get hurt. Um, and some people just like, you know, live with it. Like, Oh, except, Oh, this happened to me. I'm never going to, I'm never going to be the same. I'm never going to have that same, uh, body. I'm never going to be able to do the same things that I wanted to live with that. Right. And so, but in all reality, obviously like you persevered through it and, uh, and you had the, the fortitude, um, as you can see right uh, here, if you're watching this video, uh, patience and fortitude, they conquer all things, um, as, yeah. well, as well as having the right plan, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, uh, and I think, you know, I think a lot of people get stuck. I mean, so many of the people that we talk to, because it seems like, you know, like, what, rarely are we ever meeting someone who it's the first time they decided to get in shape, you know? Yeah. Um, it's always, people have always tried the move more, eat less approach and the 
eating six times a day and eating breakfast and low fat and doing a ton of cardio and classes and all this other stuff and every diet and Weight Watchers and Jay Craig and all these different things. Everything. Right? Yeah. You know, um, and, and so like it leaves people in a spot where, you know, they feel like they're stuck. They feel like there's no hope, nothing will work, you know? And, um, and I think that that's how you can feel when you get hurt, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, nothing will work. Like a lot of people just chalk, well, I guess your back just hurts when you get older. Uh, I guess your hip just is just what happens now. You know? Yep. And um, it's not that, you know, it's just that the years and years of, you know, eating too many processed foods and, you know, not sleeping enough and drinking too much booze and, you know, and sitting at your desk a certain way and, oh, you hurt your ankle when you're younger. So now you've walked differently after that, or maybe you had a surgery, you broke your leg and became imbalanced. All yeah. these different, you know, repetitive movements and poor habits, they leave you in a spot where you're just kind of like fucked up and you feel like there's no hope, you know? Um, and it's important to understand that there's all, there's always a pathway back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to like, you have to, number one, you got to learn from your past mistakes, you know, just because something didn't work in the past doesn't mean that nothing's ever going to work. It yeah. just means that, you know, what you did didn't work, motherfucker. Now, like, yeah. do something different, right? Yeah. That's a hard thing to accept for a lot of people, man. Yeah. And, and uh, even just having the desire to try something new, people people are kind of scared to get out of their comfort zones a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all you know, everybody knows all progress comes from being outside of your comfort zone from on a personal scale. So, right. um I think that's what uh, kind of gets people that hesitation as well is, you know, Oh, you know, I've, I've never done that before. I don't really want to learn how to do it or, or whatever, yeah. little things like that. Yeah. And this is, isn't it crazy how that shit changes too, man? Like over time. Yeah, like, man. Like, that's one learned, thing I've yeah. learned. Probably, it's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned is just that like all progress really does come out of your comfort zone and doing yeah. it it just gives you some sort of just feeling of this rush. That's like, damn, I did that. Look at that. What? Yeah. Like, so you, you look back at those decisions and be like, wow, imagine if I didn't do that. Um, yeah. Would I be here right now? Probably not. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's just like, I don't know anything, whether it's doing a new style of eating a new type of workout, even mm-hmm. just like moving to a new city or, following your doing a new passion you know, yeah anything like that asking that person you have a crush on out like yeah whatever bro whatever yeah, yeah. That scares you you know like well i always tell people like how many good things have ever happened in your life that didn't start with fear yeah right? oh for sure like if you look at almost everything that's good that's happened to you like a life-changing mm-hmm. thing right mm-hmm most of them began with being scared shitless, whether it's like falling in love, whether it's having your first kid, you know, you like whether it's starting a a business or quitting a job or, you know, or um, whatever it is, you know, like it all starts with fear. And and a lot of times with this stuff too, like I think people get afraid to get their hopes up too. Right. You know, about, about getting in shape. Like people, I think a lot of times people have been like, they get so amped up to like make a change. You know, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. I'm going to stop eating bullshit and I'm going to like get up off my butt and I'm going to go to the gym and, and you know, maybe they see a little progress, but their plan sucks. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, yeah. they, and then they don't get results. And then the next time, because once again, like we talked about earlier, you know, people blame themselves rather than their plan. 
And it's funny because we wouldn't blame ourselves for like, you know, if our job stopped paying us, we wouldn't like call ourselves a quitter because we quit our job that didn't pay us. Right. You know, yeah, like, no, for sure. you know, but like people blame themselves when they don't and then they go to get started again. And it's like, well, you know, I failed before, so I'll probably fail this time. And I'm, and then they like got their hopes up before and they weren't successful. And so it's like, it's a little scary to get your hopes up again, yeah. to put yourself out there. Right. And fucking yeah. stomach, not, 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 you know, succeeding again. Totally. And, and yeah, it's kind of fear and uncertainty is like another word to go along with it. They kind of mm-hmm. go hand in hand, obviously, but like even just like trying new things, it'd be like, you ask yourself, Oh, like what if it doesn't work for me? Oh, mm-hmm. but what if it does? Right. What, what happens if it does in, in doing that and getting over that hump um, and, you know, figuring out maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but how the hell are you going to know if you don't try it? Yeah. Yeah. What, what's like, what's like the last thing that you did that you were really scared that you fucking took action on? Dude. Um, I think one of the biggest things was just moving, you know, moving down here. I live in orange County. Um, I've been kind of jumping all over the place for the last couple of years, but, um, you know, I didn't know how I was gonna, you know, I, I didn't really have a plan coming down here, but you know, it's worked out and I've, I've never been, you know, happier somewhere. And, and it's little things like that to where kind of those instinctual decisions, um, are, are the best ones. And right. so I think that would be the, the most recent one for me. What about you? Yeah, man. Um, well, like I get, I guess us taking action on the podcast, you know, we've got this one, then we got our other one started off and like, yeah. there is like, I mean, it's something I've been excited to do, you know, Dude. but then there's also like, you know, there's all always just like a little bit of fear. Well, and, and maybe not, it's, it's not even fear of like, is it going to suck? Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or can we not do this? But even just the small things like, Oh, do we not have all the stuff that we need? You know? Yeah, it's, exactly. It's not going to be perfect. Is that not going to be perfect? And should we keep fucking putting it off until it is perfect on this or that? And like, yeah. And I think that's the thing is like, you like number like perfect doesn't exist, you know? And, and like, how are you going to learn like what needs to get better and what you're going to have to change and what's going to work and what's going to not until you just start doing some shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, we, we've been talking about this for a while, right? Yeah. Probably late last year, late 2018, you yeah. know, it's been in the talks. Hey, Brandon, we should start a podcast. Yeah. We should start a podcast. Um, and it just kind of fell through the cracks. And, and so yeah. like, it's something that we've learned as well. You know, it's not like, you know, we're perfect or anything like that. We right. want to. And so, you know, we don't have the best setups right now, but right. we're having fun. We're, right. we hope we're providing value for, for those of you listening. And, uh, and that's the most important part, you know? Right. Right. And it, and it builds a shit ton of momentum, right? You know, when you oh, do dude. some shit that scares you, like the momentum that you get off that, how charged up you feel after you've done it and stuff. And it's like, finally I did that. You know, yeah. even if you suck at it, like the momentum that you get from it, you know, like, yeah. um, I mean, hell, like we've all, we've all, you know, um, gone and just epically failed at some stuff, but then it's like, dude, I actually did that. You know, yeah. like we've all gone and like got shot down by a girl at a bar, but you're like, Oh, you know, I went up and like, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or I, or I, you know, um, or I've failed it like this endeavor or that endeavor or the video I made sucked or the content that I put out wasn't well received or, and then, and then, and then when it is, you know, mm-hmm. 
but that's the crazy part too, is when you've been putting some shit off and then all of a sudden, and then it's good yeah. or it is well received. Um, it's like, man, like, why was I putting, like, why was I not taking action? Why did I wait so long to do, to make that yeah. decision? No, for sure. And we hear that from people all the time with fitness too. It's like, they're, they're always saying like, my biggest regret is like, why I, like, why I didn't do this so much sooner. Dude, know? that, that, I think that's the thing that kind of leaves me with so many questions. And, you know, we've kind of touched on maybe the reason why people feel like this, but it's just like, you know, maybe just now is not the right time for me to, to do right. something new or like, you know, I've got this event coming up in three to four weeks. Maybe I'll start after that. Right. And, and I think that's one of the, just like the most bullshit excuses I have ever heard in my life. You know, totally. there's always going to be something coming up no matter when you do it. You know, there's always something that you can say, I'll, I'll do it after this. That's right. such bullshit, man. Like there's no, you have no more time than today to make a change. Like, right. Uh, that's what blows my mind. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, we all get what, what we, what's a priority. Right. And so, yeah. um, you know, I think, cause I've had real bad habits at times and I've had good habits. You know? Yeah. I've, I've put shit off and I've taken action on stuff, you know? And, you know, I think, um, like number one, there's some real science behind it. Like when, you know, like with our brain, like we, we get into these comfort zones and like whatever, you know, is different from like your self image, how you view yourself, the norm, mm-hmm. there's like a little bit of fear, even if it's something that doesn't make logical sense to be afraid of, yeah. your brain tries to keep you at the status quo, right? Yeah. You know, so you try not to get, never get too, too far away from that in a negative way or too far ahead of that in a positive way. Exactly. Like, uh, like we talk about it, how, you know, our brain, like our self-image is kind of like a, um, kind of like a thermostat, you know, and, and if we, you know, like if we get too far, too hot, you know, like the thermostat kicks on and cools it down you get too cold, the thermostat kicks on and heats it up. Yeah. That's the way it goes for a lot of people, you know? So like if they get in too good a shape or they make too much money, you know, maybe they'll start to self-sabotage and go back to where their self-image views them at. Or if they get mm-hmm. too fat, you know, or, or too broke or too, you know, lonely or whatever, then they, you know, kick, you know, that thermostat kind of kicks stuff on and they, they get back to where they're hovering at. But that place, that self-image isn't necessarily where they want to be, what their goal is. Yeah. You know, so I think when it comes to putting stuff off, like number one, that, that action may be an action that's not in alignment with like a person's self-image or who they believe they are, you know? And, um, and so that, that can be something that pulls them back. And then, and then that combined with like, you know, like the whole, you know, thinking that there's going to be a right time, you know, like that's the, and, and you hit the nail on the head there is like people, we, we, we tell these lies to ourselves, like there's eventually going to be a perfect time for whatever things are there, you know, a perfect time to be happy, a perfect time to get in shape, a perfect time. Uh, yeah. Like the opportunity will come to them rather than right. somebody having to go out and do that. Yeah um honestly uh that that thermostat metaphor was just you know very impressive man i, I hope to one day just come up with metaphors like that <laughs> Dude, that wasn't like, my metaphor bro <laughs> i want to take credit for it 
but uh, it definitely wasn't. I forget where I heard it. It might be. It might have been like it was probably like some Anthony Robbins shit or something like. You probably just came up with it on the spot, like. No, that. and I probably. I think he might have got it from me if I if I'm remembering. Uh, probably. I mean, you just, yeah. just just take the credit for he's it. Been, right yeah, he's been watching. I, from like rumor has it, he's been watching a lot of our content on. On, uh, on reset you, yeah. On YouTube, yeah, and he's been, you know, and he's been, and I don't like. I don't want to call it stealing. You know, I don't want to say he's been stealing from us. Yeah. But, but borrowing. He's borrowing. Yeah. 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 Which, and, um, is, which, is, which is understandable, dude. I mean, well, we have some pretty awesome content. Like, and we're generous guys. We allow people to borrow. You know, yeah. borrow, borrow, borrow. Go ahead. You know, yeah. pay our gift to you. So if anyone out there wants to use that thermostat metaphor in your life, just you can borrow it. It's cool. Just yeah. Remember, just remember where you heard it. Um, and if you're one of those people that's listening to this and, and is waiting for that right time to make a change. What are you doing? Yeah, exactly. We're going to leave a link. We actually offer a free call here at Reset You where we can kind of help dial you in um, and give you kind of the steps that you need in order to get on track. So we'll leave that link wherever you leave links on these. You know, it's our first podcast. I don't know where I'm going to leave the link, but it's going to be somewhere, right? It's probably going to be below, you know? Probably below. It'll be below something. That's for sure. That's typically where where links are left is below. So yeah, can check it out. Yeah, but uh, man, that's a that's a. I don't know. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, we should wrap it up. We should wrap it up. I had a great time doing this. I think this was an epic first podcast here at Reese University. In Um, the history of all first podcasts, this might be like top thirty or forty, probably. Probably at least, at least. Which is a good percentage, you know, I, that's easily top 98 percentile. Yeah. And I think we're being humble there too, which I hope everybody appreciates. Is what he exactly. And, you know, if you tuned into the whole thing, thank you. We appreciate yeah. you. Leave some comments below um, on kind of, you know, probably below. Comments are probably below with the link, right? Yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought. Let, let us know if you have any questions, of course. Um, and if you think this is going to build value to someone else, share it, you know, share it to your friends, send it to someone else. We will, we want to genuinely help uh, as many people as we can. So, um, on that note, Brandon, congrats on our first podcast. Yeah, Congrats. I mean, you brought it today, man. You did a hell of a job. (laughs) No, you brought it. You brought it today. You know what? You're right. You're right. I'm not going to disagree with you, motherfucker. uh, (laughs) Absolutely. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, everybody. um, Tune in for the second podcast. Subscribe to us wherever you subscribe. We'll get this stuff down. All right. Take it easy.